The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network, The Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hey folks, Bob here with this week's Bubble Genius Showcase Item of the Week. If the Twitter toddler in the White House has you completely stressed out, head on over to BubbleGenius.com and pick up their exclusive Republican voodoo doll featuring the face and body of our cartoon dictator. This item is only available for a limited time, so get yours now, only $25 at BubbleGenius.com, with a third of the proceeds going to support the campaigns of resistance candidates across the country. Plus, if you use our promo code BOBC at checkout, you'll get 15% off your entire order only at BubbleGenius.com. And now, let the cartoons begin. Hi, everybody! Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. This was not written for chiefs. Hear me. Hear this! We the people. That what you called Eid Plebnista was not written for the chiefs or the kings or the warriors or the rich or the powerful but for all the people down the centuries you have slurred the meaning out of the words we the people of the united states in order to form a more perfect union establish justice ensure domestic tranquility provide for the common defense promote the general welfare and secure the blessings of liberty ourselves and our posterity to ordain and establish this constitution these words and the words that follow were not written only for the yangs but for the comms as well comms they must apply to everyone or they mean nothing do you understand i do not fully understand america Bob Today's Rachel Maddow Show Award for Headline Excellence goes to Bob Seska. The Bob Seska Show. Hi, everybody. Oh, I should start talking. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, April 26, 2018, and this is the Bob Seska Show presented by BubbleGenius.com. I am Bob. Good afternoon. Hello. How are you? Hello, Bob. Hi. We are brought to you by BubbleGenius.com. It is the best soap in the world. Also brought to you by the Bowen Law Group and attorney Charles J. Bowen. You can find Bo at the Bowen Law Group. Dot com because he's the best lawyer in the world. And, of course, Donald Trump would never call the best lawyer in the world. O- only gets the worst lawyers. The very worst. <laughs> the very worst people. <laughs> very worst people. I just noticed that uh, William Shatner also says people, people, just like Donald Trump. It is uh, the Trump crisis day, 462, 193 days until the 2018 midterms. And, oh, look, look who's here. It's Jody Hamilton. Hi, Jody. Hi, Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello. How are you? Hi. I am good. Great, great. Um, Jody, there's uh, so much to talk about uh, today. <laughs> Everything's happening all at once, as it usually does. That's become a new feature of the Rachel Maddow Show, by the way. The same thing we do on this show every every time we crack open the microphones. Rachel's now doing the same thing, which is to say, Jody, she gets on and says, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. We had a show planned, but now there's no show because of all these other things that just happened two seconds ago. And of course, that's the case today, too. Right? It is. It, it's it's funny. Before before last, a couple of Novembers ago, yeah. um, I was with my podcast partners and, and Nick literally said, he goes, well, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> You know, what do you talk about after an election's over? And yeah. I'm like, well, you talk about what's going on. And, and he goes, well, we have stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Well, boy, is that the case. I mean, Bill <laughs> Press said it to Stephanie a couple weeks ago. He said, yeah. I remember it used to be, wow, what are we going to talk about for three hours? Now it's you prepare and then 10 minutes before you go on. All, all of your prep means nothing. There used to be a time when we could launch a show, like right out of the shoot, right about this point, this portion of the show. We could start by, you know, like letting our hair down and making fun of Dan Badandi and 
like giving each other right. giving each other shoulder rubs Chez and I would just sit here and do that <laughs> for the first 20 minutes it's just like oh there's nothing going on so we can we can have fun we can hold hands and sing songs that's what we're going to do today <laughs> oh and make fun of Dan Badani and that was like a usual thing but now none of that happens anymore it's just it's uh, it's ongoing madness <clears throat> no we can't do it we can't we can't do anything fun anymore when no, Jody it's ruined everything when will we be able to laugh again when when will America <laughs> laugh again um i don't know i don't know well let's start uh here uh mike pompeo uh, just before we started the show was confirmed yep. as secretary of state in the united states senate trump said there are this is the weirdest thing trump was on fox and friends this morning we're gonna yes. get to that in, in just a second because trump was clearly getting some some of uh, admiral Candyman's stash uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, so we're going to talk about that in a second but he said that there are photos oh yes it was it was on fox and friends this morning he said there are photos of Pompeo's meeting with Kim Jong-un. The question I have, if, if this meeting actually took place, and I'm beginning to, because of course Donald Trump lies about everything. Everything that comes out of the White House, you can pretty much consider it to be a lie, unless it's a leak. Then it might be a lie, because it might be a deliberate leak, but it might not be. It might actually be the truth. So it's hard to tell all the time. But uh, I don't think that Pompeo actually met with Kim Jong-un. That's my crazy little... I've got lots of crazy little conspiracy theories now, Jody. And that that's, makes sense. I mean, that's one of them. I mean, why should, why should we take Donald Trump's word for it that Mike Pompeo actually went to North Korea and met in Pyongyang with Kim Jong-un? I don't even believe... Donald Trump can't even pronounce Kim Jong-un. How <laughs> Kim are we... Jong- Un. He says Kim Johnny Un Kim. It's like, like <laughs> it's like Ivanka with Buenos Dias. Buenos Dias. Could I sound whiter? That is exactly like her. That tape was so funny. <laughs> were you on the? I think you were on the show. I was just. I spewed my coffee out all <laughs> over my computer monitors because you and Stephanie Miller and uh, and of course Travis were all making fun <laughs> of. Of Ivanka Trump on that visit to South America, where I don't even remember where she went, but it was she went to Peru, I think. Peru. So she knows how to speak Peruvian. <laughs> and that first Buenos Dias, I'm saying Buenos Dias to prove <laughs> I am in Peru, which is exactly. in South America, uh, which is the opposite. It, was, it killed me. It's the opposite of North America, or in Spanish, it is Norte Americana. Exactly. Buenos dias. And in the Buenos dias. It's like she's smiling the whole time she says it, like a Miss America pageant thing. It just sounded like teeth. That's what I kept thinking, because I'm laughing my ass off at hearing you two uh, and and Travis talking about that, that particular tape of Ivanka, and I'm going... Wow, it's the teeth. This is te- this is the teeth saying uh, Spanish words. That was so entertaining yes. to listen to. But anyway, so I think if there are photos of Mike Pompeo meeting with Kim Jong Un, you'd think that would be the first thing to get dumped by the White House into the into public view. You think the press would be running those all over the place? It's a historic. It's a historic meeting. When was the last time an American, a high level American official, in this case? before he was confirmed, still the CIA director, meeting with the leader of North Korea. And we haven't seen the photos yet. Really, really. That's so true. That's my little, that's one of my many little conspiracy theories about Donald Trump right now. And you know what? It's not even really, I'm not even going to say it's a conspiracy theory anymore because I'm just going to assume that what Donald Trump says publicly is a lie. I don't care if it's about Mike Pompeo in North Korea or if it's, it's about Ronnie Jackson or it's about uh, James Comey or Michael Cohen, which by the way, we found out today that I guess it is Michael Cohn. Is it Cone. Michael Cone, yeah, Trump said Cone this morning. Michael Cone. But then again, it's Trump pronouncing something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Who the hell knows what it is? I mean, I. Th- I think once we once we hear him actually say his own last name, we'll know. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but I mean, I've heard other people say Cohen, like official people who are in the know. So who knows? Right. Who knows what that's all about? So speaking of Ronnie Jackson, you know, the candy man. Oh, whoops. That's the wrong, <laughs> that's the wrong button. Uh, this. That's not it. Yeah, candy man. Not, not the fart man. That's different. This is the candy man. <laughs> 
Yes, he is. Gather around for all your Percocet and your Ambien. Come on, step right up. I'm just handing them out like M&M's. right, man, because I'm the candy He's the candy man, right? I, you know, I was half expecting uh, Rocky Mountain Mike to come up with a Candyman parody. Uh, this uh, you know what? You just need Sammy's version. Yeah, that's all you need. That's all you need. You're exactly right about that. So Admiral Feelgood has uh, <laughs> withdrawn his name from consideration to become the uh, VA secretary, which is uh, is actually probably a, a good decision, I think. I, th- I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, he was going to get destroyed in that yeah. forthcoming testimony that now, I guess, is not going to happen. But... It's all out there now, and and why there isn't an investigation launched is beyond me. Or maybe there is. I mean, who knows? Maybe they're they're already the FBI is already starting an investigation into uh, into Ronnie Jackson, and they should. They should. I mean, I don't know if they are. I have no idea. Of that. I'm assuming that they. Oh, well, I guess they should be. I mean, the guy is distributing, according to this uh, this report issued by uh, by Senator Tester's office. That uh, that he's distributing controlled substances, like he's got his own private stash of controlled substances. You know how, you know how dangerous that is. Yeah, to be distributing controlled substances, like steroids are controlled substances. I'm not saying he's distributing steroids, but just giving an indication of how much of a no-no it is to fuck around with controlled substances. It turns out the opioid crisis, by the way, is inside the White House. It's inside the White House. It's coming from inside the House. It's coming from inside the House. And, you know, this administration has pledged to do something about the opioid crisis to put together. I mean, weren't they going to put together a task force and it was going to be this whole thing where they were going to solve the opioid crisis in the first 10 days or whatever the hell? was that Jared's idea? Wasn't he supposed to do that, too? (laughs) It's, It's possible. But it turns out that it's... It's happening inside the... The opioid crisis is happening inside the White House medical office, Mm -hmm. for God's sake. Uh, Ronnie Jackson allegedly is distributing uh, Percocet to people, uh, Ambien, stuff to wake up, uppers, downers. It's It's like a laundry list of every... Awesome drug in the world, and yeah, uh, he's called a drug dealer under other circumstances. Yeah, I mean Keith Richards is in England right now, going, "I got, he's got nothing on me." <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, I mean, I, I, I've met drug dealers that don't have that kind of stash. It's like, yeah. I mean, you get arrested for this, people. This is against the law. I don't care if you're a doctor; it's against the law. I mean, those of you who haven't seen the uh, the report yet, it's a. Astonishing to read this and to know that this guy is somehow still practicing medicine, still a licensed practitioner, still in the United States Navy, and still working, I guess, presumably in the White House. Yeah, where for the pre- he's the president's physician. This is just insane, given what we're reading here. I mean... Here's some of the uh, the highlights from this report that came out yesterday. Multiple individuals cited the nickname the Candyman, of course, and uh, I can't get enough of it. Used by White House staff because he'd provide whatever prescriptions they sought without paperwork. Wow. Physicians, physician assistants, and nurses have described a pattern of handing out Ambien to sleep, Provigil to wake up, without triaging patient history. No intakes, no questionnaires on Air Force One. It's happening inside Air Force One. These are controlled substances that require tracking. Yes, of course they are. If you've ever had a prescription for a controlled substance, you know how difficult it is to get that, to get it refilled, to get the prescription in the first place. They're not so easy to come by. Uh, the White House medical unit had a questionable record of keeping for pharmaceuticals, so it was tough to account for all controlled substances with perfect accuracy. Only after the fact would Jackson account for pills or provide paper records to account for shortages. For example, missing Percocet. Used for pain. Once through the WHMU, that's the White House Medical Unit, into a panic. Turned out Jackson had provided a large supply to a White House military office staffer. Jackson also had private stocks of controlled substances. A nurse noted that Jackson wrote himself prescriptions, scripts. He's a drug addict. Yeah. You think? You think? Because, you know, one of the first things I, I noticed about 
his press conference uh, several months ago when he reported on Trump's medical records on on his uh, on his physical and, and his it, health that he'll be healthy till he's two hundred. Yeah, well, and you remember. Ronnie Jackson looked all pasty and sweaty mm-hmm. and nervous, and he had like he had, he clearly had raccoon eyes. Something was going on with him physically. Either he mm-hmm. was intensely nervous, or quite frankly, he was hammered on something. Mm-hmm. And we can only assume. I mean, this is the Trump White House. Assume the worst. I think that's yeah. the best rule of the Trump White well, House. They're blaming Obama now. Yeah, are they really? Mm-hmm. Are, I'm sure. I'm sure that makes perfect sense. Uh, Jackson prescribed medications when other physicians would not. By the way, I have a theory about what they're saying about Barack Obama. I have this thing that, I have this idea, Another, again, another crazy conspiracy, crazy conspiracy theories that all happen to be coming true. Uh, I think Donald Trump blackmailed Ronnie Jackson to give him that glowing medical report and to do that press conference with all of his fake bullshit Dr. Bornstein, uh, uh, Dr. Nick Riviera. Hi, everybody. uh, Statistics (laughs) about his his personal health. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) as part of that, he threatened to, you know, release all of this damaging information. Said, you know what? Unless you lie about my medical stats, unless you lie about my personal health, I'm going to release all of this negative information about you into the press. And you know what else? I'm going to say that it was a Barack Obama problem. And so I'll be completely exonerated, at the very least in the pro-Trump press. I'll walk away scot-free, but you'll be screwed and it'll give me a reason to scream about Barack Obama again. That's my crazy theory about Donald Trump and Ronnie Jackson and that ridiculous dog and pony show that we watched in the White House press room a few months ago. What do you think? What do you, am I am I That's, way off? It's, it's an interesting theory, but apparently this doctor's was also Bush Jr.'s. Oh, really? George uh, W. Bush's doctor? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's a very strong possibility that, that he was under vetted yeah. initially. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, there are questions to be asked of yeah. previous administration officials, but this is this administration happens to be in power right now, and it's mm-hmm. this administration that wanted to elevate this mm-hmm. guy to the Secretary of Veterans Affairs, to a cabinet-level secretary mm-hmm. post. That is exactly. a big fucking deal, right? Yep. And oh, that, yeah. you talk about vouching for a guy who's got some serious problems. If this turns out to be true, and he's tossing around controlled substances like Skittles, he is in severe, severe trouble. That makes him a drug dealer, basically. Exactly. This is exactly. Like, That's exactly what he is. I mean, look at look at what's happened to some of these athletes who have gotten mm-hmm. caught with controlled substances like testosterone, like human growth hormone, like some of these stimulants and weight loss things, Trenbolone and, and things like that. Those Michael athletes, Jackson's doctor. Michael Jackson's doctor. Yeah. These people are sent to prison <laughs> after their investigation. Yeah. One of the athletes, uh, God, I, I, I forget her name, but she actually was so intensely scrutinized over her steroid abuse, she actually ended up committing suicide. I mean, this is what happens to people who fuck around with controlled substances. And as of right now, Ronnie Jackson, despite the fact that he has stepped down, that he has withdrawn his name from consideration, is still at large. That's the amazing thing, uh, Jody, about all of this, is that... <laughs> These people are all still at large. Uh-huh. And, uh, and of course, we're looking at possibly another linked scandal to all of this, which calls to mind a, an ongoing plot line from a few seasons of The West Wing, which is concealing the president's personal health. Right. Uh, and lying about it. And, and so now I feel like that has got to be a serious... I'm 90% certain that was all bullshit. Did I read a report from the Wall Street Journal, potentially, that th- the actual information, at least his blood pressure, his weight, and his cholesterol levels have been now reported that the Wall Street Journal got a hold of it? Yeah. Like, he weighs 293, um, his cholesterol is over 200, like 232, and his blood pressure was like 150 over 90. 150? Over, are, are, that's his actual blood pressure? They reported his blood pressure as something like having low, like hypotension. Like yeah, 110 I, I mean, over I, 50 or something ridiculous. I, other people that I know said that it was the Wall Street Journal, so I, I don't have a subscription to that because it, there's a paywall there, so I don't know. Yeah. 
Um, cause you can't, they don't give you any free articles there. Well, one, um, I mean, what are they, what's the usual medicine for high blood pressure? What do they normally prescribe? It is depends. That, is uh, that beta st- blockers are oh, yeah, one, yeah. Right. um, ACE inhibitors. I take a calcium channel blocker and yeah. a diuretic. Um, mm. it all depends on the extent of your blood pressure issues and what you tolerate. I don't yeah. tolerate beta blockers for some strange reason. What did you say Trump's blood pressure was again? According, according- to this, it was uh, like 151 over 90, which is, which oh is, you need God. medication when it's that. You definitely need Yeah, that. you're like, uh, you've got one foot in stroke territory there. Yeah, I mean, I can get mine super high, but um, uh, from what I read, and granted, I read it through other people that said that they saw it in the Wall Street Journal, so... Yeah. Uh, please correct me if I'm wrong, people that are listening, um, because I may be completely talking out of my ass. Right, right. And since I'm not wearing pants, it's a lot easier. <laughs> it's always easier to do things without pants. Take exactly. it from me. I, ne- I never wear pants. Exactly. What's um, the point with all that sex you have in the refrigerator? I mean, I don't... <laughs> I, I love how that one has grown legs. I so regret saying uh, something about refrigerators. Something cooler. I wish it, I had mentioned something cool. like on the kitchen counter or something would have been a little bit cooler. But no, the, I kind of like that it's in the fridge, in, in the sink, like a uh, fatal attraction, <laughs> where you know we turn on the sink and use the water as somehow some kind of lube. That would have been awesome. But I've got to say, yeah, we were fucking in the fridge, and then. Uh, <laughs> It becomes a whole thing on the Stephanie Miller show. Thank you so much, Cody Hamilton. Anytime. Uh, <laughs> so, so Donald Trump, speaking of drugs, Donald Trump went on Fox and Friends this morning, and I swear to God, my whole, again, this is like, uh, again, another kooky theory that Donald Trump gets hepped up on Adderall before he does some of these public appearances where he gets just complete and utter motor mouth. He's just yeah. like, he was totally motor mouth Don. He was rally Don on Fox and Friends this morning, called in, you know, I could I could see him. I was just envisioning him like laying on his stomach on his bed with like fuzzy bunny <laughs> slippers on and a robe and he's got, he's got the phone cord twirling around his finger as he's talking. <laughs> but it re- actually, it sounded like it, he was so revved up that I thought at any second he was going to dash out into the yard and start burying acorns and not miss a beat in his rants about Comey and all these things. He, you know, among many things in this uh, phone interview this morning on Fox and Friends, it wasn't, by the way, not an interview. This was a no. this was a Donald Trump motor mouth monologue. He just would not shut up. The look on the giggling couch tumors' faces. Oh, they were just shocked. And like, can we get off of this? We don't tell our viewers these things that you're talking about, so they're not going to understand. Yeah, they were stunned. They didn't know how to jump in. They didn't know how to stop. In fact, they kind of looked embarrassed for him. And like, they were, and they they really did try to steer him in a direction that would make him sound better, and he just wouldn't take the hint. So, uh, so uh, among other things, Trump stupidly admitted that he has very little business with Michael Cohn. He said Michael mm-hmm. Cohn. Says who? Uh, instead of Michael Cohen. And by the way, the feds are already using it. The Fed, This was the huge takeaway this morning. The feds are already using his interview or his uh, monologue on Fox and Friends this morning against him and against Michael Cohen. It is a beautiful thing. They, They're uh, expediting everything, aren't they, down in uh, the Southern District of New York? Yeah, the U.S. Yeah. Attorney Robert Kuzumai wrote a memo to Judge Wood about the whole process for sifting through Cohen's seized documents to determine what's privileged and what's not. And so uh, they published this memo, sent it to Judge Wood, and in one of the footnotes, it says, as the court is aware, after originally stating that the government seized, quote, thousands if not millions of pages of privileged documents, Cohen subsequently identified three current clients. Of those three clients, one, Sean Hannity, has since said, quote, Michael Cohen has never represented me in any matter. I never retained him, received an invoice, or paid legal fees, unquote. Dumb to dumb, dumb, dumb. We no are, kidding. God, we're the stupid people. They are so stupid. We're like the stupid people. Uh, plus, uh, let's see, another President Trump reportedly said on cable television this morning, this morning, Mm-hmm. That Cohen performs, quote, a tiny, tiny little fraction of his overall legal work. These statements by two of Cohen's three identified clients suggest that the seized materials are unlikely to contain voluminous 
privileged documents, further supporting the importance of efficiency here. So basically, <laughs> what they've done is both Hannity and, and Trump have exposed the fact that they have little or no uh, representation by Michael Cohen, which means that just about everything can be admitted as uh, as non-privileged information, non-privileged evidence and documentation, which is... Well, he also admitted that, that Cohen did represent him with the Stormy Daniels case. Yes, another stupid move. Again, we go back to my <laughs> ongoing thesis. Say it along with me. Trump always, Trump makes, always th- makes things worse, worse for, for Trump. Trump. Exactly. But uh, I actually have some big news. The president is waiting on hold right now to continue talking to us instead of Fox and Friends. He's decided to call our show and continue to communicate. So uh, I'm going to reach over and press the button here on our our high-tech space-age phone system. And uh, press this button over here, and we'll bring him up on the board over there. And, okay, Mr. President, uh, I want to ask you about what you think of... uh, the latest revelations from James Comey's book. And uh, let me see. I turn up. Where is he? I can't hear his. Oh, here he Comey is. Comey is a leaker and he's a liar. He's and a- not only on this stuff. Uh, he's been leaking for years. He's probably been using his friend, the so-called professor, who now turns out to have FBI clearance, which he never said. He even lied about that. Uh, Mr. He President. That in Congress. He said he gave it to a friend. Slow, he gave it to a friend to slow leak down. classified information. It's all classified. It was totally classified. So he illegally, he did an illegal Totally motor mouth, right? Himself in order to get a special counsel against me. So the special counsel, and by the way, and Intelligence Committee and everybody else has found no collusion. There's no collusion with me and the Russians. Nobody's been tougher to Russia. You can ask President Putin about that. There's no between the military and the oil and all of the other things that I've done, the aluminum tax, they send us a lot of aluminum, and I put tariffs on aluminum. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pot him down. I'm going to turn down the volume on his phone. Maybe <laughs> maybe we'll return back to Donald Trump. I just want to see... Uh, I want to see if the president's still talking real quick. Let's just turn him back up again. Write those memos accurately. He put a lot of phony stuff. For instance, I went to Russia for a day or so, a day or two, because I owned the Okay, he's still, still going, still going. So we have to, I'm just going to let him wind himself down, and then we'll be, maybe be able to get another question in for uh, the president of the United States, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, President Donald Trump here on our, on our show today. <laughs> I love our little, com- oh, love our little uh, make-believe theater of the mind comedy bits, don't you? It's so much fun. Ch- <laughs> what's frightening is that's that's real. It's yes. just so, slightly sped up. Yeah, that, that's actually that's actually Donald Trump. This department that was doing their job. I, I answer this all the time because of the fact that they have still this going. witch hunt going on with people in the Justice Department that shouldn't be there. They have a witch hunt against the President of the United States going on. Still going. I, I can't believe I just turned down his volume there. Maybe we'll come back to him after uh, we're done talking about uh, eHarmony. <laughs> Oh, Melania Trump's going to need that later. Yeah, Some I think e-harmony. so. Yeah, by the way, Donald Trump said this morning, you know, he said, ah, all I got Melania was a card. I, and he wasn't even sure about the card because today's Melania Trump's birthday. She sa- he, shares a birthday with my mother. Poor oh, thing, yeah, poor she mother. shares a birthday with Carol Burnett. That's that's so sad. So sad. <laughs> and John Karabi. Yeah. Well, you know, so, I don't, I, you know, actually, Melania, I don't consider Melania a villain. I just consider Melania a hostage. <laughs> She, at this point, she is. Yeah, she is. Let's ask uh, Donald Trump about that. Over six in the morning, and they, they undo the. <laughs> okay, he's still he's still going. Uh, okay, so if you've tried online dating, chances are you've experienced lazy text messages, dead-on conversations, and random matches that don't turn into dates. Uh, or you've learned that just looking at someone's picture doesn't help you get to know them at all, at all, completely at all. I almost said it like Donald Trump at all. Uh, eHarmony is not like other dating sites, though. It takes steps the others don't to help you find more comfortable or incompatible matches. eHarmony is not some shallow hookup site, either. It's about lasting, meaningful relationships. In fact, my good friend Fred Pogue, Comedy Fred, who originally invited me and Chez to participate in panel, Diggs <laughs> is really enjoying his eHarmony experience so far. He's my guinea pig with eHarmony. And Fred Pogue wrote to me today and said, I love it. I've mostly used the mobile app, so it's very easy to navigate. Apparently, you can send uh, a potential match a question as an icebreaker, which is really, really nice for shy people. So there, Frederick Pogue, having a good experience so far on day one of his eHarmony dating experiences. Uh, eHarmony's helped over a million people find their perfect match using years of scientific data and psychological research. And right now, my listeners get a, a month of eHarmony for free. Listen to this. Free month of eHarmony when they sign up for a three-month subscription. Just enter my code BOBC at checkout. Stop waiting and start your journey to a satisfying, meaningful relationship. It can be fun to play around with online dating apps, but when you're ready to fall in love with someone and have a meaningful relationship, there's one app that's built to bring you real love, and that's eHarmony. Come see how eHarmony can change your life. Go to eHarmony.com and get started, and be sure to use my code 
B-O-B-C. Again, the eHarmony code is B-O-B-C. Do it right now. Get going. I, I'm serious. Serious. Go. Go. Go do it now. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. All right, welcome back to today's show. Jody Hamilton's here today. Uh, before we dig back into all of the insanity that is, by the way, I think we've still got the, the president on the on the line here, so we'll, we'll check in with him in just a second. But make sure to go shopping through our Amazon link at BobSeska.com. It's the all-caps Amazon link just beneath the logo at my website where you can hear this podcast. By the way, when you click that link, it goes right to the front page of Amazon.com. You go shopping as normal, and you can search for anything. Amazon has just about everything you could possibly imagine. And we get a teeny tiny commission from some of the things you purchase there. So thank you so much for doing that. And by the way, if you're subscribed on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating and review in the iTunes store in the podcast section. Or if you're not subscribed on iTunes, what the hell are you waiting for? Go do that right now and go give us a big, big fat review in our iTunes store. Uh, and it's free, by the way. I just want to mention that it's free to do that. Okay, what else? Oh, yeah, I guess we have to uh, check back in with uh, President. President Trump is on the phone line with us. He, he just won't stop talking, so we had to turn down his volume, and we're just going to check in with him randomly throughout the rest of the show. So. I mean, CNN, fake news, CNN. No, no, but think of it. How bad is that? So call me leak. And, and by the way, it's also, Mr. Well, Mr. Mr. President. Them. You saw that whole scenario. Uh, this is a big Mr. mistake. Mr. Trump. He is guilty of crime. Uh, and we had a Justice Department that was doing their job. He just, this all the time. He just never shuts up. He just... <laughs> He's, you know what he is? He's hepped up on goofballs. <laughs> he's getting, he's getting, he's getting goofballs from uh, the Candyman. Ronnie Jackson should probably be in prison. Yeah. Okay, so let's see what else we've got going on here today. Michael Cohen says who? Michael Cohen uh, is going to plead the fifth, or has officially pled the fifth. Yes. In the civil Stormy Daniels case. Which is interesting. I guess it's your right not to talk, but isn't that more of a criminal issue than a civil issue? Are you compelled in a civil lawsuit to talk? People very seldom uh, plead the fifth, plead the Fifth Amendment in civil cases. Usually in criminal cases where you you don't want to implicate yourself in a crime, but in civil cases, it's a a completely different atmosphere. We're talking about uh, charges that are not necessarily... Wait, 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 hold on. Breaking news. Cosby... Has been uh, uh, found guilty on three counts. Oh my God! Bill Cosby has been guilty. What? Which counts? Do you know? No, Lonnie. Do you know which counts here? Cut oh, reporter Lonnie Johnson. Lonnie Johnson in studio, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on, he's got his earpiece in. He was shooting we'll, a special uh, over at Channel Nine across the hall. He's actually decided- literally running around the house naked at the moment. <laughs> Oh my God! The best of nudity on the show today. We're, I'm not wearing pants. You're not wearing pants, and and, and Lonnie good. is completely Lonnie's naked. Completely naked, Lon- running around the house trying to find out what counts. Yeah. America! Right. Yeah, I gotta love that. See, everything goes. Everything goes. Hey, why Thursday on this show? Everything goes fucking haywire. Totally. Merciful crap. I know. So one minute ago, the New York Times is reporting. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Did I have that up here? Oh, verdict That's reached in Bill Cosby. Tri- okay, let me see here. I'm seeing that. Up. Verdict reached. Uh, he's been found guilty of sexual assault in retrial. Right. The jury returned with the guilty verdict Thursday afternoon after a second day of deliberations in which the judge read back testimony. Of the defense's star witnesses who testified that Cosby's main accuser once said she could frame a quote-unquote high-profile person. The jury was also read back Cosby's deposition from testimony in 2005 where the comedian admitted to giving a woman quaaludes. Okay, so uh, Cosby, 80 years old, faces a maximum sentence of 10 years and a fine up to $25,000 on each count. Well, I'm sure he's not that worried about the fines, but the prison no. sentences... At, he, that's uh, a death sentence for him. Yeah. And uh, I mean, he could live longer than that, but it's highly unlikely. Wow. Wow. And that's hard time. I mean, he's convicted of sexual assault. He's convicted of rape. That's not. That's not 
you know, country club time. This yeah. is real time. Yeah, ab- absolutely real time. The question is whether or not the judge will commute the sentence because of his age. His age but he who the hell knows? Yeah, I mean, we are. We're talking about rape here. So that's a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. So, uh, all right. Well, we'll see uh, if anything else comes of this uh, throughout the course of the show, but we'll check back in. Speaking of checking back in, we've got to check in with the president who's yeah, still on the phone line with us. Aluminum there. coming in. The 60 uh, people that we sent out, the 60 so-called diplomats, nobody's been tougher. Nobody's even been close to us. I don't know what, don't know what he's saying now. He leaked classified information. Oh, it's, well, it's totally classified. He's back he on Comey again, so he's, he's circled back to Comey. So that's where, <laughs> at this point, <laughs> somehow went, I don't know, something about aluminum and Russia and now Comey and, okay. Uh, all right. So uh, Michael Cohen, as we were saying, Michael Cohen has pled the fifth in the uh, Stormy Daniels case. But I guess, you know, I guess that makes him a mobster. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that. It's not me who's <laughs> suggesting that Michael Cohen is like a, a, a mafia figure or some sort of gangster. Uh, it's not me saying that. It's the president. President Trump right. actually said that. Here's President Trump talking about what happens or, or what we should think of people who plead the fifth. When you have your staff taking the fifth amendment taking the fifth so they're not prosecuted when you have the man that set up the illegal server taking the fifth i think it's disgraceful fifth amendment yep mob the mob takes the fifth mob if you're innocent why are you taking the fifth amendment right fifth amendment horrible 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 Horrible. he pleaded the fifth and that was the end we never heard about it he, he loves to yell like that, doesn't he? Well, maybe we he can does. get He's on the phone with us. We can ask him. The Democrats and the Russians, you take a look at what's going on there. They wouldn't even give their server, the DNC, Democratic National Committee. Oh, okay. Should I? I mean, Jody, really? Should I hang up on? I'm not gonna. It, it would be un. It would be, it'd be so rude. It'd be rude to hang up the president on the president. So, in in just a few seconds, we'll uh, check back in. Actually, maybe he's on to something else now. Questions to the debate. Nobody. Can you imagine, by the way, if you gave me the questions to a debate, they would have you better get out of this campaign with that. They don't even bring it up. I mean, CNN, fake news, CNN. What? No, no, uh, think of it. How no, bad is that? So, call me. Mr. And by the way, also, Pre- well, he did with I, CNN in order to placate them. Uh, you saw that whole scenario. This is what, a big mistake. Uh, okay, I'm not. There's, there's no word. You're not gonna get a word in edgewise anywhere there. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, I, this is hilarious. It's the only way to listen to him now. I know, I know. It's so much fun, isn't it? Just having the the president on a permanent phone line, just talking and talking and talking. All he does is talk, 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 talk. My whole thing now, when I mock him just around the house, you know, we've got like a, a MSNBC on in the evenings, and I'm just doing stuff, getting ready to uh, eat dinner and things like that, and and then B roll will come up of Donald Trump, and he'll be talking and saying things, and I'll just start yelling, blah 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 blah. Because it's just, it's gibberish. It's just utter nonsense that he keeps, and then he just repeats himself, and no one's the slightest bit concerned, at least among his supporters, that he just makes an ass of himself because he repeats the same things over and over again. Okay, well, speaking of repeating what Trump says and does, uh, on Tuesday, Jody, we talked a little bit with Buzz Burbank about the whole notion of Trump copycats running for office in the midterms now. Uh, California's got a guy running for governor. And and he was actually kind of a moderate Republican for a while and then decided, holy shit, he's going to climb aboard the Trump train and start... Uh, not mocking Trump, but but borrowing all of the Trumpisms. And there's another guy named Don Blankenship. Don Blankenship is running for United States Senate on the Republican side. He's still running for the Republican nomination to run for the United States Senate against Joe Manchin, who's the Democratic incumbent over there. Right. And Don Blankenship, if you don't remember Don Blankenship's name. I do. Yeah, I think a lot of us who follow mining disasters yeah. <laughs> will know uh, Don Blankenship's name. Don Blankenship, uh, excuse me, served uh, a year in prison because of the Upper Big Branch coal mine disaster in which 38 men, 38 coal miners were buried alive. Blankenship, as I said, ended up serving a year in prison for his part in the disaster, mainly for violating, for deliberately, deliberately ignoring mining safety laws prior to that explosion. Now he's got a 50-50 shot at being the GOP's nominee for the United States Senate from West Virginia. Unfucking believable As yeah. they're screaming, as Donald Trump, even this morning, talking about Hillary Clinton, lock her up, that whole mm-hmm. bullshit thing where Donald Trump and all of his copycats want to relitigate Hillary Clinton, want to investigate Hillary Clinton, their political enemies. Why? Because the name Hillary Clinton stirs up the crazy red hats. That's the only reason for any of this. But Don Blankenship is also running 
on that locker up platform, just like mm-hmm. Donald Trump. Here's a little bit of a Don Blankenship's ad as he runs in the uh, in the primary for uh, the nomination for United States Senate. We don't need to investigate our president. We need to arrest Hillary. Republican Don Blankenship stands with President Trump. I'm Don Blankenship, candidate for U.S. Senate, and I approve this message. Yeah, I, wow. I approve this message. Uh, Don Bl- again, Don Blankenship served a year in prison for being basically the guy responsible most for that mining disaster that killed 38 guys. And he's on this lock her up thing. Why? Because a grandma has a private email server in her house for a short period of time. And that's it. This guy mm-hmm. killed 38 people mm-hmm. in the biggest mining disaster of the last four decades. The worst mining disaster in 40 years. And this guy has the fucking balls to want to investigate Hillary Clinton as the main prong in his election platform. Mm-hmm. Staggering. Meanwhile, Don Blankenship, he's running for United States Senate in West Virginia while living in a $2.4 million villa in Nevada. <laughs> Carpetbagger. Well, yeah. Talk about a good Lord. That's just the very beginning of it. Let's ask uh, uh, President Trump about that. See if he knows anything about Don Blankenship's Nevada villa. Fake news, CNN. No, no, but think of it. How bad is that? So call me Link. And, and by the way, also, what he did with CNN in order to placate them, you saw that whole scenario. This is a big mistake in this book. He is guilty of oh, crimes. God. We had a Justice no. Department. Don, Don Blankenship. I want to ask about Don. Because of the Don Blankenship. They have this witch hunt to go I'm asking on. about Don Blankenship. Oh, oh, shut the <laughs> fuck up, Donnie. Okay. So uh, so this guy lives in this $2.4 million villa in Nevada while running for United States Senate in West Virginia. He refers to himself as an American competitionist. What? Des- <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Despite admiring uh, China's state-controlled economy China. and uh, <laughs> expressing interest in obtaining Chinese citizenship, Blankenship spent a year in prison for his involvement in a coal mining explosion, killed uh, 38 people. Uh, during his time as a coal mining executive, he is running as a champion of miners and is using ads to, well, if we look at it from the Roy Moore point of view, maybe that should be M-I-N-O-R-S. Yeah, uh, no kidding. And using ads to dispute the settled fact. I'm not saying anything about Don Blankenship being a pedophile. I'm just I'm just saying this is your modern <laughs> Republican Party. They're running, exactly. They're running murderers and, and pedophiles. Arpaio. <laughs> Arpaio, Yeah. Meanwhile, and a, and, a, and a Nazi in Illinois. So you got that guy. Well, what it, what really truly infuriates me, Jody, is the is of course it always goes back to this. It always you can you can dig down and always get down to the nut of these issues, which is hypocrisy. You know, they're talking about uh, Donald Trump saying it more and more often. Let's investigate Crooked H. You know, he's doing his whole thing. Actually, we can ask him about that. What do you think? Are you still planning on investigating Hillary Clinton, Mr. President? Which are classified. Nobody unclassified them. And those memos were about me. And they're phony memos. He didn't write those memos accurately. He put a lot of phony stuff. For instance, I went to Russia for uh, a day or so, I, a day or two. I'm, I'm asking. I, so I went there to watch it because it was near my no, what, so I go to Russia. Oh, fuck him. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> So they're talking about locking up Hillary Clinton. They're running this guy in West Virginia who's responsible for the deaths of dozens of of coal miners. Going back to the Hillary Clinton thing, they want to lock her up because of her email server, right? Uh, Which the FBI has investigated, which several congressional committees have already looked into and found nothing, nothing! Even Trey Gowdy had to admit it. Right. So meanwhile, Donald Trump himself is still using his personal Android phone. Mm -hmm. Which... You know, Jody, I've talked about this since the transition, that we knew that Donald Trump was going to be a a national security disaster because of his relationship with with Russia. And now we find out that he's still using that goddamn Android phone to make private phone calls. And of course, every bit of communication that he is engaging in on that personal cell phone is going to be eavesdropped upon. If you want to know what Donald Trump and who Donald Trump is talking to on his phone, just ask, you know, Russia, Iran, Saudi Arabia. China is definitely eavesdropping on, uh, on Donald Trump. China. And what they're doing is just easily tapping into his unsecured. Barack Obama had a phone that he would use uh, for, you know, checking the news and shit like that. Uh, maybe a They took his, remember they took his original BlackBerry away. Yeah, they took his original BlackBerry away and then gave him another one that was rigged up by the secured. Secret Service to be completely right. secure. Right. Donald Trump is doing this just so John Kelly won't know who he's talking to. His Which own, is insane. It's truly insane. It's his own chief of staff 
and he's and you know he's using this unsecured phone to get around the the watchful eyes of his fucking chief of staff. That's what I mean. You want to talk about a, a major, major breach of national security, which is far worse than Hillary Clinton's goddamn homebrew email server. Yep, it's this thing, and he's the president. He is the president. He is the president, and so therefore his communications are much more uh, sought after by hackers, by mm -hmm. uh, state-sponsored hackers or freelance hackers, for that matter. Uh, he's not the Secretary of State, and and the worst thing about it is he could be completely careful with it. He could just say, "Well, you know what? I'm I'm going to make sure that I'm never revealing any sort of national security secrets in, in my telephone conversations." He could be completely measured, which Donald Trump isn't measured about anything. Right. Donald Trump isn't cautious about anything. But he could just give up personal information that nobody else should know about, and that can be held over his head. Exactly right. That is exactly what I was going to say. That Donald Trump it, can be yeah, easily... Yeah, it doesn't have to be secrets. It doesn't have to be classified. It doesn't have to be anything. It could just be, hey, you know, I did the P-tape. is. I, I'm just worried there's a tape. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just like certain things. You can create a personality profile just by listening mm -hmm. to someone's completely innocuous phone conversations. Mm -hmm. and, and you better believe that... China! ...is doing that. Of course they are. And you better believe that Russia is doing that. Mm -hmm. You better believe that Iran is doing that, that North Korea is doing that. Maybe even Pakistan is doing that. You know, Syria yeah. is, is doing that. And, and probably our friends as well, our allies. Of course they are. Are, are listening in too. I wouldn't be surprised if the NSA was listening in. I well. wouldn't put it past them just because they need to know. Yeah, they totally <laughs> need to know. And of course, since we do have the president on the phone line today, uh, we can check in with him. <laughs> Why are you using your personal cell phone, Mr. President? And he gave it to a friend to leak classified information. Still it, was classified. it was totally classified. So no, no, leaked, no, 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 ask about your... And he said it himself in you, order to get a special counsel. Your phone. So the special yeah, uh, <laughs> all right. That's just, it's just not working. I don't think we'll ever get the president to answer any of our questions. <sighs> okay, you know what? Let's take uh, one last break and come back and, and dig into some more Russia stuff, and we'll do that right after these words. You're not going out to play until you've finished all your homework. Oh, mother scrubber. No dessert until you've eaten your vegetables. <sighs> mother scrubber. Who's mommy's little oogie woogums? Show your mama some love. Give me a kiss. Oh, mother scrubber. You're not going out dressed like that, are you? Oh, mother scrubber. This Mother's Day, celebrate the first woman in your life, the one who taught you everything you know with a special something from Bubble Genius. Like our mother scrubber gift basket loaded with mama-friendly stuff, including our cocoa butter-enhanced Yo Mama bath bar and hippie stench perfume. Or Fresh Pick Suds, a lovely collection of flower soaps for your sweet ma. How about an artsy Bath the Venus bath bar? Bubble Genius has something for the best mother scrubbing mama out there. Yours. BubbleGenius.com Bob Seska This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com Yes, it is. Okay, uh, right about now, Donald Trump is sending a thank you note to Bill Cosby. <laughs> no kidding. Thank you so much, Bill. You're a very tremendous person. Thank you for wiping my Fox and Friends appearance this morning out of the news. <laughs> very, 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 very tremendous. One of the most tremendous people. People. Uh, people. Okay, uh, let's see what else. Uh, Trump told a federal judge overseeing this uh, Cohen. You know, just to recap, uh, Michael Cohen. Says who? Michael Cohen is still is involved in three, three different cases right now. Two of right. them are federal cases, and one is the civil case. Well, he's, he's, he's pled the fifth in the civil case. Uh, so weird. Plus, he's also under investigation by Mueller, by the special mm -hmm. counsel. And he's also under investigation in the Southern District of New York. Boy, what it might must be like to be Michael Cohen right now. But I bet, I bet you he's thinking about pardon. I bet you. Well, that's we were talking about that on Stephanie's show on Tuesday, and it's like if if he's pardoned, like uh, Lawrence O'Donnell pointed out the other night that he, that Trump could do a Gerald Ford type of thing where it yeah. covers a span of years, which was interesting. <laughs> um, but regardless, once somebody is pardoned, first off, they're admitting to guilt. 
That's yeah. a given. Right. And secondly, there is no reason for him not to spill the beans. There, he can't plead the fifth anymore because he can't. He's pardoned. Yeah. I don't see that being a good thing for Trump. No, absolutely not. And here's the thing with pardoning Jody is that when you pardon someone, it's and that, and that person accepts that pardon, mm. then that is a tacit admission of guilt. Exactly. And so in this case, if we're talking about collusion with Russia, which certainly uh, Michael Cohen was a, was one of the chief conspirators who was communicating with Russia, communicating with hackers, having that meeting in Prague, uh, at least according to McClatchy, who's apparently confirmed that meeting and, and so many other things where he is the go between. He's the contact after the firing of Paul Manafort. So say uh, Donald Trump pardons Michael Cohen. That means that Michael Cohen is then admitting to conspiring with Russia. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, that indicates conspiracy, whether Michael Cohen goes to prison about that or not, or whether Donald right. Trump is impeached about that or not. Then we know that Michael Cohen, by his accepting of Donald Trump's would-be pardon, is mm-hmm. confessing to all of these Things, confessing to treason, confessing to selling out the United States election, selling out American democracy for the sake of electing this fucking clown dictator, this mm-hmm. fucking uh, reality show diva to become president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. So good luck. Good luck with those pardons and see what they lead to. See what they amount to. Well, and that's the other thing. It's like then Michael Cohen would be free to talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he'd be free to talk, and then Eric Schneiderman takes over. <laughs> right. I mean, it, and, and that's the thing. It's like he would be free to talk, and and therefore he could flip with no consequences whatsoever because nope. he's already been pardoned, potentially. And then also, if Trump were to pardon him on, say, a conspiracy charge, uh, then Trump is pardoning somebody who committed treason? Yeah, Right. Not smart. Trump always makes things worse for Trump. Worse for Trump, exactly. And we know it. And let me just ask him while he's on the phone with us now. Mr. President, uh, do you plan on uh, pardoning Michael Cohen? And do you know that that would be a tacit admission of guilt? Lies, and it's a horrible thing that's going on. A horrible thing. And yet I've accomplished with all of this going on more than any president. But, Mr. President, in our history, everybody, even the enemies and the haters admit that. Mr. President, oh my God. Pardons are. Shut up. God damn it. God damn it. Oh my God. All right. Is that is that bit running its uh running its course? Has that I love it. Expired? I could listen to that all day. <laughs> all right. Trump Trump has told a federal judge overseeing the Cohen investigation that he wants to personally review records seized during raids <laughs> on Cohen's office and home and residences and, and bank deposit box and so forth. Says who? And so earlier this month, in order to prevent prosecutors or FBI from seeing that privilege and information, president's trying to do this, but of course. <laughs> Dumb, 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 dumb. You, I mean, talk about the behavior of a guilty man. I mean, uh-huh. go in, in all seriousness, with that Fox News uh, appearance this morning, this is not what an innocent man sounds like. Go to my timeline, and I've marked up a, uh, I, I've noted a thread on Twitter by Aaron Rupar, who's one of the, I mean, talk about an FF, a hashtag FF. Go and follow Aaron Rupar, who does an amazing job of pulling video from live news events. One of, the, one of my favorite uh, follows in all of Twitter, uh, besides from the Bunker Jr. And so, <laughs> of course. And so, uh, you can listen to all of the highlights from Fox and Friends this morning, and here what it sounds like to hear a, a guilty guilty pre- he is so so incredibly guilty and no innocent person talks like that not a chance right. in goddamn hell and now he wants to take a look at these documents why because he wants to find out how badly he's been incriminated in all of this he wants to find out if they've got information about where all the bodies are buried so to speak he is jody he is so guilty this council has no yes. hesitation in guilty you all guilty guilty guilty, guilty. He's guilty. guilty guilty yes indeed <laughs> So uh, the judge already ruled against Trump and Cohen's original request, but uh, but Judge Wood uh, would be willing to consider their request to have a third party review the records before prosecutors do. Uh, meanwhile, Trump apparently, according to a new reporting by Muggsy, 
uh, Robert Costa at uh, the Washington Post. <laughs> I love he, that you call him Muggsy. <laughs> he's so Muggsy. He just looks like every time I see Muggsy, and he's, by the way, he's lost a bunch of weight, so congratulations to Muggsy for the weight loss. Needs to maybe start working in some hamburgers now because he's getting to the point of being dangerously thin. But yeah, he was on uh, MSNBC last night talking about this too. So it was Carol Lenning who uh, co-authored the article with, uh, with Muggsy. And this is uh, about Trump being extremely opposed to granting Robert Mueller an interview, even though and this is the same news article that suggests that, uh, that Rudy Giuliani America! Is, uh, <laughs> is negotiating uh, Donald Trump's interview, would-be interview with Robert Mueller. So they're reopening negotiations on Donald Trump going in and interviewing. So I, I can only imagine what it's like to be one of Mueller's untouchables, Jody, where they're just hearing, they're hearing this guy. God damn it. Or not that guy, this guy. America! <laughs> Rudy Giuliani, crazy eyes Rudy Giuliani, is in there talking all kinds of insanity to Robert Mueller. And they've got to be going, this is, we've, we've totally got them. We've got, they've got, they got the John Oliver button. We got them. We've got them. We have got them. <laughs> Them. That's my thank you. That's my John Oliver impression. Thank I you. I like it. It's good. It's good. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> We've got them. Yeah. We got them. No. no. Yeah. Not this time. No. You know, Carlos Alizraki did the most amazing fucking John Oliver impression on Stephanie Miller show on Wednesday. Holy <laughs> fucking shit! The, the guy is a voice master, and just out of nowhere, he started doing John Oliver yelling, and it was goddamn hysterical. So <laughs> he's if, very good. <laughs> if you miss a little bit of the Stephanie Miller show, you miss a lot. Um, yes, you do. It's like missing the first five minutes of Mission Impossible. <laughs> that's exactly right. You're just not going to know what's going on. You're going to be completely in the dark. You, you, totally. you know, you have to listen three hours a day, five days a week, in order to get the show. And so go. You uh, have to go. Yes. Uh, so Trump initially was open to meeting with Mueller, uh, rejecting warnings from uh, John Dowd. You remember, <laughs> remember John mm-hmm. Dowd, the pig man? Uh, a pig man. A pig man. A pig man. His willingness to meet with uh, special counsel has cooled after Dowd resigned in March. Investigators raided Michael Cohen's office and residences in April seeking communications. This was like, okay, I'm not going to do an interview because I'm going to punish Mueller uh, and I'm going to punish Rosenstein for doing that raid. As if Rosenstein and Mueller are like, oh, shoot. Oh, rats. Donald Trump isn't going to come in and perjure himself to us. Ah, damn it. So I'm sure they want to get him in there because I know. I mean, everyone's talking about perjury traps, especially his friends, especially Trump's allies. Talking about perjury traps. Oh, these are really nice friends who think that Donald Trump is absolutely going to lie to the special counsel. He can't help himself. Yeah, nope, nope, not at all. He can't. He can't. Let's, let's ask him. Let's, uh, Mr. President, are you going to lie to the special counsel when you go into <laughs> the other things that I've done, the aluminum tax, they send us a lot of aluminum. And he's still on the aluminum tax. I don't know what he's talking about. For God's sake, Dr. Fuel. Isn't there an aluminum king in the dossier? Yes, there is. Oleg Deripaska. Oh, yes. Ronnie Jackson's meds are still working on the president, aren't they? Yes. All that Percocet and uppers and downers and what kind of candy you want? Sweet chocolate. PCP, also known as angel dust. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, the Senate Judiciary Committee has approved the uh, Mueller bill, the Mueller Protection Bill, and this, of course, is going to go nowhere because uh, Mitch McConnell, who I strongly believe now is compromised by the Russians. I mean, why would you not? Why would you not bring this to the floor? I mean, what is the harm of having an insurance policy in which you say, well, he may not do this now, but he's, you know, he's been talking about it. He's been floating the idea left and right. I mean, we know right. that it's, it's really like a 50-50 shot. And so given yeah. a 50-50 shot, if you had a 50-50 shot of having a Widowmaker heart attack, would you have health insurance? I sure as shit would. Well, exactly. No, I, it, if, if McConnell does not bring it to the floor... It's because they got something on him, too. Yeah. I, I am almost 100% certain that this whole uh, Russia attack has very definitive links to the exchange of cash uh, to and from the Republican Party. I think the Republican Party financed some of these active measures. I think to a certain extent, uh, the Russians also, and, and, and certainly through uh, entities like the NRA and certainly through Russian oligarchs, has, has given tons of money 
to the Russians. And we know already that uh, that oligarchs with links to Deripaska, the Aluminum King, and Vladimir Putin have given millions of dollars. I think it's $2.5 million to Mitch McConnell's uh, pack alone. Mm-hmm. All the way down to even Lindsey Graham got $800,000 from this uh, oligarch linked to uh, Deripaska and Putin. And, and we're wondering, gee, I wonder why it's not going to go to the floor. Hmm. I wonder why that could be, Jody. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, meanwhile, the Treasury Department has, uh, has decided to ease, speaking of aluminum, decided to ease sanctions on a Russian aluminum producer tied to Oleg Deripaska, the Russian right. oligarch with close ties to Putin and close ties now we hear to the Republican goddamn party. Yep. So Treasury Department Monday eased sanctions because we really need to be easing sanctions on a nation that is actively attacking us. And by the way, on the postmortem show, which is coming up in just a few minutes, we're going to wrap up the show here in just a second. But on the postmortem show on our Patreon page, I want to get into the Joy Reid stuff because I have a very strong opinion about what's going on with Joy Reid right now. So go to our Patreon page, all caps Patreon link just beneath the logo at bobseska.com. Go and and sign up for $5 a month, and you can listen to the Postmortem Show twice a week. And uh, we'll be talking about Joy Reid coming up here in just a few minutes. But the Treasury Department Monday eased sanctions on Russian aluminum producer Rusal and said it would consider lifting them all together if the company severs ties with Oleg Deripaska, a Russian oligarch with close ties to President Vladimir Putin and the Republican Party, by the way. Rusal was sanctioned earlier this month by Treasury offices, uh, or Treasury's Office of Foreign Assets Control because Deripaska's stake in that company. The Russian billionaire is alleged to have conducted a range of illegal activities, including money laundering, extortion, and ordering the murder of a businessman, according to the, uh, according to the Treasury Department. He's also reportedly part of a special uh, of Mueller's investigation into Russian meddling in the 2016 presidential campaign. This is all obvious. Quote, Rusal has uh, felt the impact of U.S. sanctions because of its entanglement with Oleg Deripaska, et cetera, et cetera, Steve Mnuchin said. So Steve Mnuchin's coming out in, uh, in defense of this fucking Russian oil company, this Russian state-owned oil company. God damn it, these people, they make it so obvious. They make it so obvious that they're guilty. They just... They just don't know how to look like innocent people. I mean, even even guilty people at every level of the judicial system in the United States knows how to not act guilty. Exactly. Except the Trump White House and Donald Trump himself. Mm-hmm. God damn it. it, it just, it, and it boggles the mind knowing how guilty they are. And yet there are still, uh, you know, 40% of Americans who are just like, oh, it's totally innocent. Totally not a problem. We're going to leave you with this, uh, this little polegasm here uh, from a new Quinnipiac poll. Trump should not fire Mueller 74-13. So 74% uh, of American voters think that Trump should not fire Robert Mueller. 13% say that he should fire Mueller. So this is actually a much more broad polling statistic here in support of Mueller. And yet, hmm, for some reason, Mitch McConnell won't bring that bill to the floor. Hmm, I wonder why that is. With Mm -hmm. 74% of people saying that Trump should not fire Mueller and only 13% saying that he should. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Mueller is conducting fair investigations, 54 to 31. That's 54% say Mueller is being fair with his investigation. Uh, uh, the percentage of people who believe Comey over Donald Trump, that's 54 to 35. That's 54% believe Comey, 35% believe Donald Trump. Uh, trust the media over Trump, 53 to 37. 53% trust the media over Trump. 66% believe the media is an important part of democracy. Only 22% disagree with the free press clause of the First Amendment. <laughs> So you're going to find 22% support of, uh, for, for just about anything, just about anything out there, because we, that's just where we are. We're a crazy nation with way too much information and too much, too much time on our hands. Mm-hmm. All right, Jody, that's the state of things right now. Like I said, I want to talk about Joy Reid coming up, uh, on the postmortem yeah. show, because I think this whole thing is, uh, is a big crock of bullshit. And in fact, I wrote a uh, a pinned tweet about that exact thing one year ago. So we're gonna we're gonna get into that on the uh, the postmortem show coming up next. It's our Patreon page. The best way to support the show if you go to uh, bobseska.com and click the all caps Patreon link. 
just beneath the logo. It'll take you to our Patreon page. You can sign up for $5 a month, $10 a month, or $15 a month. And those different tiers give you various bonus materials that go along with the show. $15 a month, by the way, will give you uh, the post-mortem show twice a week, plus the Friday after-party show with Kimberly Johnson and me. And you know the funny thing, he does these memos, and then fake to the CNN, it's a total fake. You know, they give Hillary Clinton the questions to the debate. Nobody, can you imagine, by the way, if you gave me the questions to the debate? They would have you better get out of this campaign with us. They don't even bring it up. I mean, CNN. That's, you know what? That's not too far from the truth. I only slightly sped that up. I know. Just that's what's so frightening. You can, you can recognize his voice. Yeah. Giving you a glimpse behind the curtain. <laughs> I just took one of his. Uh, I just I took a bunch of his uh, answers this morning and just sped it all up and <laughs> linked it all together. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh, fifteen dollars a month gets you uh, two postmortem shows, the after party, and a commercial-free version of this here free show. And by the way, that that free commercial that commercial-free version of the show has the postmortem show linked at the end as we have recorded it. So. That's coming up next. Uh, some plugs here as we wrap up on our Thursday show. Jody Hamilton, of course, can be uh, uh, heard and seen at from-the-bunker.com or on Twitter at fromthebunkerjr. That's from the bunker Jr. What else, Jody? What else is going on? Do you have anything else to plug? Anything? 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 Not at the moment. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Oh, happy birthday to your mom again. I will tell her that. I'm going to call her as soon as we're done with the uh, after show. Uh, Buzz, Bur- Buzz Burbank can be found at buzzburbank.com, also realmnetwork.com, uh, Mark and Lowell show at realmnetwork.com. Uh, Jen Kirkman's tour dates at jenkirkman.com, Kimberly Johnson's podcast at patreon.com slash startmeup. I was on her show as a guest sidekick, and we talked abortion this week with a, a former abortion doctor, so that was fun. All right, post, post-mortem coming up next. Stay tuned. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.